let the shield drop, and be responsible for the deaths of innocent millions. No pressure. With a sigh, he realized he needed to go through an energy discharge. He didn't enjoy the process, didn't like the fact that life had cursed him with a necessity. As a seventeen-year-old, it wasn't a responsibility he felt prepared to assume, but he saw the price others had paid. His efforts were mere annoyance by comparison. Maybe he could at least postpone it until after school. He found a pair of moderately clean jeans in his closet and pulled them on. He ruffled through a drawer, located a plain black T-shirt, and pulled it on over his lean, muscled frame. The physique was another gift of his unique heritage, one he liked far more than the burden of burgeoning energy. Phil opened the door to his bedroom and thumped down the stairs. He heard each stair tread squeak, with the exception of the third from the top. The house shifted slightly, as houses do, and some hidden beam shifted with a mild grunt. He flipped on the lights for the small kitchen, blinking to allow his eyes to adjust. Adam must have cleaned last night after Phil had gone to bed, for the smell of disinfectant wrinkled his nose. The dream of the fire triggered a longing for the massive kitchen in their old home, the one they'd lived in when they'd been the Starks, before Angel had joined them, when the younger version of his father still walked the planet. That kitchen was gone, burned to ash by the Alimenti hunters and the assassin. A strange sense of peace filled him at the memory. The house had been his first home, a place he'd enjoyed, a life he'd enjoyed, one he wished to recover every day. But that life was gone, sentenced to die before he'd been conceived, a curse he knew he would ensure at some point in the future. Phil slammed his fist on the counter. The surface cracked, the sound echoing through the otherwise silent house. The crack was certainly noticeable, not something he could leave alone and expected to remain unnoticed. Oops. He listened carefully for the sounds of stirring, but the other occupants of the house remained fast asleep. He looked at the crack once more and felt his energy surge, taking on a life of its own, ready to act. He put his hands over the countertop, willing the energy to rebind the molecules of the surface into a solid, smooth, level surface. He watched as the counter straightened, as the crack vanished, and he nodded in triumph. Cheater! He jumped as the transmitted thought entered his mind from one he'd thought asleep, and he felt a burst of energy behind him. Phil rolled his eyes. Stop doing that! You know I hate when you do that. Angel laughed. <laughs> you taught me, remember? The gloom left his face. He could never remain angry when she laughed, and she knew it. He could resist her energy, the only one in the world immune to her innate, empathic energy skill. But his little sister's laughter held a magic unique in all the world. Yeah, I remember. I told you how to teleport and you wound up two miles away inside our unit at the storage facility. 
Her violet eyes twinkled. There's lots of cool stuff there. Besides, moving three feet is boring. He snorted. Nothing is boring if you're involved. She curtsied, all freckles and sweet innocence. Why, thank you, big brother. He folded his arms. Speaking of not boring, when were you planning to tell me about that punk who's been bothering you? She giggled. He's cute. No boy that age is cute. Should I scare him a bit? She rolled her eyes. Why? I can handle anything. Of that I have little doubt. I'd prefer you not to have to find out for certain. I'll let you know if he becomes a problem beyond my meager abilities. You can then swoop in and scare a little kid like a superhero. Phil chuckled.